Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And it's uh, 2024. That it is. Wow. <laughs> the old one still feels like we're still in 2023. Yeah, I know. It's definitely different. So, anyways, while you guys were probably like decorating your tree and Christmas carols and stuff like that, cooking Christmas treats, Joe decided to go on another one of his ghost hunts. It was not planned. Oh, okay. It just happened. But you had all your stuff with you? Unfortunately, no. Oh. I didn't. All I had was uh, old school, you know, me, a little bit of a light, and... So a flashlight in your eyes and ears. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and and my... Uh, and my my jumpiness there a little bit. Oh, yeah. we had a you, few moments. You scared yourself. Yeah, twice. Uh. <laughs> well, I scared myself, which scared Angela and Maddie. Then they kind of we all just, uh, uh. but it was just us being, yeah, making noise, something like that. <laughs> I was really surprised though that Maddie, being the age she is, she jumped right into, let's go down this way, and I'll tell you more about that in a minute. She said, okay, and she's not into any of this. So she's you know, afraid of a lot of things, and she went right there. It with didn't me. bother. Like, yeah. It did. She was real nervous, but she did it. Mm. I was, I was impressed. That's cool. So I didn't think she'd do it. Truth be told, I didn't want to do it because oh. it looked really creepy. And so I thought, if she says no, well, okay, I was gonna go, but you don't want to go. <laughs> when she said yes, I said, oh man, now we gotta go. I can't let her know that I'm afraid to go in this in this hallway or whatever this is we're in. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So we ended up just going. We took her to a uh, cheer conference mm-hmm. in Galveston. And if you've been to Galveston, Texas, it's uh, it's a cool little town. But once you're there, you've seen it, you've done it. Now it's now what? So. We ended up having an extra day, so we left and went back to towards San Antonio and decided to stay there and got a really cool hotel. I really think the hotel we were in was haunted, but the staff there was no, it's not. Yeah, okay. The look of it, the feel, the vibe, it just, it was old school building. It's only try to cross the street from what's left of what they're building up to be the Alamo. Mm. And uh, Hotel Gibbs, if you're ever in that area, check it out. It's super cool. Uh, it's it's nice. It's clean. Uh, people are friendly. It's it's a good place. So hey, I'll give them props. It was a really cool place to stay. So out the, out of our window there on the eighth story, we could see what was of the Alamo there. Well, you know, I don't know if you've known they're reconstructing a lot of stuff up there, uh-uh. and they got guards up there twenty four seven. So the the Alamo is huge. If you know anything about the Alamo, it's all that downtown area. Mm-hmm. But what's left of it is just that it's little, little piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're reenacting. Uh, we're building a reenactment of of what it would look like there. So that's what they're working on. So it's there's a lot of hustle and bustle of it there. So we were right across the street from that. Mm. So that's how that kind of happened. And we said, well, let's walk around. Let's get some food and walk around. And so there was a lot of things going on because of the holidays and whatnot. And so this was middle of the month, mm-hmm. and we ended up going over into the Minger Hotel, which I know it's um, pretty popular. Uh, they actually have a lady inside there, like in the office space. They rented her out or to her or whatnot, who does the Minger ghost stories, uh, kind of ghost tour. 
And um, we kind of were watching it happen a little bit. And, uh, you know, the lady was dressed in all black, white makeup, real goth looking mm. and uh, giving it the hype. And, and it just sounded cheesy. You oh, know? you didn't go? No. Uh. no. It, we've done them before. And I'll give you a oh, history. You've done it. Not that one. But we've done similar to ones to that one. And they do a lot of the, uh, you know, so in 1845, John came down. And, and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. It's cool, the history of it. I like that. But give me the scoop of, let's go into that haunted room. Let's turn off the lights and let's see what happens. Let's let's get to the meat of the bone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not into the other part. It's cool for the, the buildup. But then it's, now come with me. We're going to go over here to this chair allegedly that oh here we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not into this so we were on the on the just kind of in the lobby area walking around and talking and whatnot the reason we wanted to go in there um angela took us to a place where she had been there before and they were walking around and she happened to look down away and saw a housekeeper late at night walking through there carrying linens but she kind of looked at her and they exchanged smiles and then she took a turn. The turn, there's nowhere to go. And this lady is dressed in a long black dress with a bonnet, a white bonnet on her head. So she thought, wow, they kind of got cool uniforms, way throwback. Mm-hmm. And she went and told somebody like uh, what they, she had seen and she, they said, no, you saw the ghost. So that's where it was like, whoa, you actually saw her. She was she wasn't like floating or transparent or anything. She was like, I could see you, you could see me, and walked off. But there was nowhere to go, really. Um, so that's where we went back there to see where did you see her? And she showed her, she showed me. And so I opened that door. There was a door there, took a banquet room. When she was there, it wasn't being used or anything like that. And so we went through there, and it was real dark and just kind of looked like they had trashed the place. But not trashed, just tables upside down, things. But there were candles all the way down the side lit on the wall. And that's where I thought, this is just weird. So I said, and I had no equipment. I had Mm -hmm. no camera, no recorders, nothing. So I thought, well, let's just go with uh, my phone, but I didn't want to use my flashlight. So I used the home screen to give me a little bit of light so I could see. And we went down it, and that's where Maddie's, let's do it. And we went, didn't see anything. We were just more of kind of just jumpy and kind of scaring ourselves a little bit. Didn't see anything, hear anything, whatnot. So we left. And then uh, as we're coming out, we saw a housekeeper, but she wasn't wearing you know, know that stuff. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing like scrubs. And this is already about eight, nine o'clock at night. So I guess they got housekeepers going through all the time. And, um, I asked her, I said, uh, she says, yeah, you go ahead. She had her cart in the way. And I said, no, I said, would you mind talking to me about any, any ghosts? Well, she says, I don't speak any English, you know, phantasmas. I said, yeah, phantasmas. She just stopped and talked her ears off. Well, she went and got another coworker. And she goes, she's been, I've been here about two years and there's rooms that are really scary and there's rooms I don't like to clean. But the story is, she said, uh, that they both told us is that the lady that apparently that everybody's seen is, um, she was, uh, shot in the back by her husband and she worked for the Minger Hotel back in the day, many, many years ago. And she was shot 
and she's trying to run for refuge to get to the manger. She lived far from there, and she was shot again multiple times. Apparently, she passed there, and she still haunts the place, allegedly. And uh, the Mangers love their, their people, uh, their staff and whatnot, so they paid for all her funeral. They paid for everything uh, while they were trying to, you know— uh, take care of her before mm-hmm. she passed they fit the bill for everything so it was th- that's who they say we're seeing so that's who An- angela saw the lady got shot in the back that's who we believe she saw oh. by the by description of what she saw that's who uh the loyal dedicated employee who doesn't leave so in the stories in this she says one of the housekeepers took a photo two weeks ago and prior to us being there so this photo is fresh it's not out in these ghost shows or anything like mm-hmm. that so i thought it was super cool i sent it to you mm-hmm. and you obviously quickly caught it and you're like yeah you, you always send me fo- the photos you send me <clears throat> like the other one you sent before that you're like okay here it is but you don't say nothing yeah you're like you need to figure it out yourself i'm not gonna like give you any clues or form an opinion for you so i was like i just zoomed in to uh like what the top of one area and i just started going through it like real slow okay slides so and then when you get to it i'm like oh yeah there's like a kid in an outfit or something yeah the whole thing uh-huh. and um and it's funny because when i sent that i said right now i can envision andy's fingers pinching the screen yeah that's what it. i did <laughs> <laughs> so and then and then my phone dinged and she goes and here she goes he found it quick because it's that obvious. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was cool because this photo came from somebody there who just took the picture. So I went upstairs and took the exact same picture. And, well, of course, I didn't get anything. Um, we took a lot of pictures. Um, they have a real pretty Christmas tree. So we- oh, so when you sent that, you were there? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was, I was like. Uh, well, I had just left, I believe. I had just left. Um, but we we went through and took a bunch of photos and everything else. But this lady is telling us all the stories that it happens a lot with housekeepers that uh, they see things. And she said, go to the front and um, ask them for the, the ghost stories. And I said, I don't want to bug anybody. They're just going to be like, hey, you're not staying here. Get out of here. And that's when they handed us this pamphlet thing. They said, here are the real ghost stories. And um, they're kind of neat because they kind of line up with what she said. But she said, they're, they're cool stories. But what we've seen and experienced is different. It's on a different level of uh, what's happening with us here. So on that one room that you guys went into where Angela saw the ghost walk in there and then there was just candles were they like electric candles or i believe so yeah okay down long long hallway and um oh okay so it went to rooms and stuff no room it was like imagine a long hallway of a utility closet where it's going uh, into uh, areas where they're keeping like the electrical room stuff or oh, okay. you know uh, tools or whatnot, and that's what that kind of led okay. into. So it wasn't something that was there are no rooms there. Okay, it's down by the swimming pool. If anybody's looking to go down there, you're there that area. It's by there's a uh, kind of an archway hallway type thing like a cove, and by the garden and the uh, swimming pool right in there. Are two banquet rooms there. Oh, okay, and so that's it. Wasn't it was. like somebody went in there and lit a bunch of candles and then 
had him burning. You know? Right, right. I, I was like, that'd be weird. But, okay. From when I first opened the door, that's what it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my imagination's on steroids. So, it's like, oh, man, I'm walking into a seance or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> here we go. So, but it was, yeah, like electric candle all the way down it. And, but I don't know how far it went. Mm. Uh, I kept thinking they're going to kick us out. Yeah, because I'm like, th- then you just said we weren't staying there or anything. Yeah, but you're walking around yeah. everywhere, <laughs> kicking doors open, <laughs> knocking on doors. <laughs> so I was, we're coming out. One of the staff members saw us and she looked at us and I thought, crap, we're busted. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to get mad at us. She said, hello, hello, just let, let us go. So I went up front, asked for this, these stories, and then I said, can we go anywhere in here? What not? He goes, are you a guest here? And I'm like a dummy. I went, no. I should have said yes, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I said no. And he goes, then you can be on the first floor. The second floor up for the guest. And so we don't want to interrupt with, you know, but I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want people around my door from staying someplace doing this kind of stuff. So I said, no, it's fine. We still went upstairs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we still went. They don't care. There's so many people, you know, and then these tours are going along through there and all the, it's so much activity. It's, you're not going to catch anything. I felt like, but what caught my attention is, this go this housekeeper caught this image just on her routine she thought this is such a pretty st- uh, it's like a the big atrium of it all so she wasn't even trying to capture no, anything not at all she said this is a pretty picture and she took it That's and weird. she saw it and it freaked her out so that the other lady brought another housekeeper she'd only been there a short time and um they stopped and talked stories to us at that point while they're talking management's walking through and I said, are y'all going to get in trouble? Is this okay? No, no, they they don't mind this at all. And they just would nod at us. And yeah, because I think you're, uh, you're, you're staying there and they yeah. want you to be happy. Exactly. Yeah, not some guy off the street. Yeah. <laughs> just snuck Ghost in. Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, oh, this is cool. But I thought, man, they're going to be behind on their day. So I don't want to take up their time. But man, they were quick to tell us a bunch of stories of what they see, what they hear. And uh, it, it's it's always happened to housekeepers. And and the lady that took the picture, you talked to her? She wasn't on shift. Oh. Um, her coworker. Because I, wa- I would want to ask, like, were you... Like, is that normal for you to, like, you work here. Right. And and all of a sudden, you're compelled to stop and take a picture of something you see every day. Exactly. So, you know, where you're almost like, uh, I, you know, I would like her to explain that and see if she thinks it's weird, too, or if she f- felt, oh, today I just want to take a picture. Because it's not anything that is really terrific or anything. That picture you sent me, the... The uh, take the image out, and it's just a, a picture it, of like a wall of yeah, an some area. Staircases. Stair- yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nothing like, whoa, look at the architecture. And I'm like, oh, okay, what we do, you know what I mean? So, that'd yeah. be a cool question to ask her. Apparently, she just was in awe of how pretty it looked and with the lights or whatnot. Mm-hmm. The way it, and her picture, I guess, didn't come as through as good as maybe she thought it was going to be, but just. It's so it's hard to explain why that that image is there mm-hmm. in the picture, but you're right. Like, why do you stop, take a picture of something, and then later discover? Yeah, there's something in it, or were you enticed to do that? You know, maybe so, maybe yeah. so. So one of the deals, the one of the stories there, <clears throat> the uh, that Angela told me that one of the security guards had told her that at one point they'll go down to the lobby in the old uh, elevator that's there or the doorway that's there. They'll see people standing there dressed in like uh, 
old time clothing and holding their suitcases standing there. And so we sat there and we took a bunch of photos down there, but we didn't see anything that happened there. Um, but the doors that are there, I don't read the story about the main lobby door. I did test this out. I tried different things, I, not to debunk, but to debunk, in other words. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't, I kind of looked silly walking around with my fanny pack opening, shutting doors. So I kind of look really weird. So <clears throat> the uh, story of this one is, um, the main lobby door. Many times a large brass and glass door in the main lobby across from my desk opens by itself. This happens countless times. No one comes in, no one goes out. Why? The doors are large and heavy. On several occasions over the years, these doors open and close by themselves. The doors open wide, large enough across the, lo across the lobby and exited through uh, the other door to check if there was a heavy wind blowing, opening, a uh, heavy wind blowing the door open there was never any wind why does this door open and who what uh, comes in or goes out um this person's gone through and checked it here on this i'm just kind of running through this story here i don't bore you with this whole thing here but i got the door and i pushed it and i thought okay let me wait and see i'll open another door and see if that caused the little atrium door to open and it's a heavy brass glass door and it's not going to just open like if you start it opens just as far as you push it or mm. pull it and the way that worked out. So that was, that was kind of interesting. And through there, um, the, the deal with that one, uh, this is one that this lady told us the other uh, housekeeper, the employee and, and the laughter. Two employees, lobby porters were in the original building and go into the ladies restroom to clean. The employees hear the sound of buckets and mops being moved around in the closet that held the cleaning supplies. They immediately got their key and attempted to open the door. The door will not open, one of them exclaimed, fearing that these sounds may have been a homeless person who had found his way into the closet. The girls called for security. The security officer arrived and used his emergency key to open the door. The closet, uh, there was nothing there. Once the security officer locked the door of the closet once again, they heard the laughter from inside the closet. Like a little kid's hiding in there. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. And she said this does happen to them a lot where uh, doors won't open and all of a sudden they'll open or they hear people laughing on the inside. Um, and, uh, you know, you've heard all the traditional ghost stories of three knocks. Mm -hmm. There's, she said they get a lot of two knocks. Like a, they interpret it as goodbye, like, or bye-bye, you know, and then there's laughing, but there's never anybody in the room. Hmm. So that was mainly the, the kind of stories that she would, that she would tell us. Or she was telling us that day, but, uh, a lot of things like they have one with the flying ashtray, the bouncing ball, different things like that. I get it. It's hard when you hear things above you. It could be coming from a room above you and over. You just kind of hard to tell if that's really true or not. But the ones that get me is when you've got something close to it in a room and there's nothing inside of it. And they're still getting something hitting you from from that side of it there. So her her take on all this, because I asked her, she was she into this before she got this job? And she goes, I'm trying to think about it because it gets scary. And she said, but if you think about it, all the bloodshed that happened in this area, all the the bad deals, the greed, the the you know, the politics, the thing, all the stuff that happened that was traumatizing this area, I feel that she said it's residual to what's happening now. 
It's still just still kind of reverberating here and staying here. And she said something that you said that I thought was interesting. And um, but she said it in Spanish. She said, a lot of times, because we say this so much, we're giving life to these stories. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought of you as soon as she said that. And I said, so you think we make this monster? She goes, yes, so you get it. I said, I, I, yes, I know someone who, who feels the same way, that you share so much of it, you talk so much about it, that you're giving it that, that life and making it become that. So then you start seeing, hearing, and whatnot. Um, I'll tell you this, from going around the whole area there, other than scaring myself because my imagination Never saw or felt anything, heard anything. It was just very, very pretty hotel. Except where you got scared, like, I hope we don't have to go down this. Yeah. And and your daughter's like, let's go. uh Yeah, I thought, well, shoot, you know. And, you know, it's like she was on her hands and knees on the second floor there looking over the balcony thing and just kind of just because they've got railings and she's looking through. And she told me to be quiet. No, she was just all into this. Yeah. But it was well lit oh, and, yeah. and whatnot. So I thought, oh, let's break her in easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see what she's getting into now. Um, but it, it was it was cool to do. It was cool to ex- experiment. But it was just no equipment, nothing to say, hey, we could ex- investigate this area by ourselves. There's nothing there. We didn't get to do that. But it was kind of spur of the moment type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But Still, you got a good picture i mean for just showing up not even expecting to even get any stories or anything yeah and i told us i want that picture and she kind of just looked around like uh and i said text it to her and then just kind of like okay Okay, you're gonna throw me right in the middle of this. And I said, "Well, I don't want to give them my number." I said, yeah. <laughs> and she she shot it to her right there on the spot. And so I thought that was cool because this picture here, and uh, I know you're gonna provide a way for them to get the picture, but it no one has it. Yeah, it's like a brand new thing. It's not on the internet. No, yeah, it just happened about a month ago, mm-hmm. roughly, give or take, that the picture was caught. So that was the whole episode of the Minger and the Gibbs Hotel that we got to, you know, do there. During the the Gibbs Hotel on the eighth floor, I did go and investigate at night. It was an old business building, mm-hmm. lobby type, cool bank looking place, turned into a hotel. And the floor we were on had a safe in it and the wall. And I opened it because there's no lock. I just pulled it. And there was like old, like stained mattresses and weird stuff in there. And oh, that's a big, big, big safe. Big, big safe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, then they told me to get out. Some lady passed me. You can't be in there. I said, okay. So I just, I just walked around, took a few pictures. But it's very, very pretty. I think that one would have some issues. Yeah. If Minger has issues, this one's got to have issues too. Yeah. Type thing. So, yeah. Okay. Well, if anybody wants that picture, just. You can email us at podcast13 at gmail.com, and uh, we'll send it to you. Just put on the header, you know, picture of the ghost or whatever, ghost picture. And then continue to like and subscribe, share our podcast, uh, wherever you listen. Until next time.